Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Bryson Jackson spent a lot of his lifetime at, at Baylor, almost a third of it, I think, and uh, he joins us now, the former linebacker in hybrid safety on 365 Sports with Craig and Paul and I'm David Smoke. Bryson, I know the season has been over for a couple of different weeks. What right now is in your future as far as football or what is next for you in life? Yeah, so right now, man, it's just, you know, uh, focusing on training, uh, finishing the semester off strong and uh, just just heading to training, bro. So uh, just getting connected with guys that can that can put me forward and and uh, transform my my athletic and uh, my physical attributes and and get ready for pro day. So um, it's, been, it's been a heck of a ride here, but, you know, now I get the train and, and, and try to go for the pros. Bryson, seven years at a place is a, is a long time anywhere, especially at this point in your life. But you, you've been able to kind of see things through a couple of different lenses as you've gotten older and, and done this. You've been through uh, two different eras of Baylor football, essentially. What, um, what do you see as the state of the program right now as Dave Aranda coming back for another year, making some changes on the coaching staff? Where are they after you guys had a really rough three and nine year? Yeah, so um, I've I've been a part of a, a couple teams where here where we've you know we had losing seasons and then you know right after that we've had a successful season. So I think right now you know awful what happened this past year was that we had a, lot, a young team, a lot of young guys playing on that young team, and uh, they were getting their first start. You know, going out there nervous, having the jitters, um, learning how to communicate with the guys on the field. But they were they were highly talented and uh and very smart football players. So I think with Coach Miranda coming back and those young guys like taking from the experience, having that fire up underneath them that you know I don't want to go experience what I just experienced last year. Um, it's going to be something special. So the state of the program is in good hands right now. Um, I got faith in it, and um, I know that you know talking with some of the guys that everybody up there is fired up. You know, you got players, the young DBs, the young linebackers, um, the young D linemen. And they're ready. And uh, those guys, like right now, you would see usually see dudes, you know, taking the time off after having a losing season and just kind of focusing on school and and not really working out and training. But you go up there right now to the weight room, you know, the whole team's up there working out in the same uniform, and uh, they all got smiles on their face. So I know they're fired up and and, and headed to and, ha- and have a vision on where they want to go as a team. 
Bryson, a lot of guys, nearly the entire team that's eligible to come back, I think, has declared that they're coming back. The exception being, I think, Blake Shapin's still out there, uh, Drake Dabney. But, I mean, for the most part, everybody is going to be back from last year's roster that's eligible. How much did you guys hear outside noise and, and talk about Dave Aranda and coaching changes and things like that? And what was your and everybody else's reaction, I guess, that you've heard from when you found out that Dave Aranda is going to be back? What was the thought process there? Uh, as a team, you know, he always talked to us about like distractions and eliminate those, eliminate those distractions. But um, I think with the guys on the team, we all knew where where his heart was at uh, from the start of the season, and um, and he's comfortable here and uh, he wants to be here. Um, I think Coach Rand is a transformational leader, and um, I think that you know here he wants to do great things and he wants to see the guys that that he has brought here and you know coached here. He wants to see those guys succeed. So. Um, it, it it wasn't too much of, you know, question whether or not he was going to leave or not, or if, you know, this was going to be a place where we're going to have to go through another coaching change. But as far as like just the distractions during the season, man, it was tons of it, uh, tons of noise, tons of, of people talking about, you know, we're not good enough. Coach Aranda's his process, his um, coaching style isn't good enough for this level of football. And it was just all distractions. And uh, we were going on a, we were going through a transformational process doing throughout this whole season, and uh, you know it didn't go the way we wanted to, but things good things happen whenever you fall in a pit, and um, the only place you can go from up from the pit is up. So um, I think it's in it just in the overall, you know, Coach Aranda and the, you know the players that stayed here, they were able to you know trust the words that he was probably saying to them in, in the meetings after the season like that, you know, his goal for the next season, they trust and believe in him and uh, his will to coach those guys. You know, when the team went 12 and two best year ever, it, his demeanor, his personality, the way he spoke, uh, he was a genius, you know, he's a Jedi. He was the master. Uh, and then things turned South at the end of last year. And also this year, when he spoke, a lot of people said, I don't want to hear him. It, it seemed like, that despite the last year and a half that nobody ever quit on the team or quit on each other or quit on Dave Aranda. Was that something as a, a one of the senior leaders, seventh-year guy, that was just brought up much during any kind of team meetings or in the locker room? Well, yeah. So, um, one, I want to just, uh, just like kind of address that. But, you know, you see the guys that have been here before. And those guys, you know, their process, the way they they – were intentional about, you know, learning football. That was under Coach Aranda, and he poured into those guys. He poured into So you got to see those guys that were older, those veterans, you know, lead the program and do it at a, at a high level, at a, at a professional level. And, um, you know, last year there wasn't we, – we had the veterans, but a lot of our guys that were veterans uh, were those guys, you know, we did in 2021 when uh, we were the guys that were, you know, role players on the team. And um, so you had your veterans and then you had the guys that were coming up, but um, the, the the young guys had to learn and had to see, you know, kind of what it took to get to that point to be a successful team. And you want to have more guys that came from experience on the team, like veterans that have been playing three to four years, you know, starting three to four years. And, uh, you know, you want to be able to have that. So those guys can see what the, what the standard is for them to continue going. But um, as far as like me being a leader and me being a seventh year, you know, there was tons of young guys trying to figure out what it took to, 
to to be successful. And they saw through how I, you know, prepared during the week, um, how I approached practice during the week. And, uh, you know, that conversation was always up, you know, like, what can I do to get better? Like, what is the, what is the problem while we're losing games? Like, how can we get better as a team? And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a process. And uh, that process sometimes is long and strenuous. But uh, those guys, man, like, they, 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 they see the work that, you know, guys like Jalen Petrie, uh, Terrell Bernard, uh, Ben Sims, who's currently there. They see these guys that are in the league right now that follow Dave Aranda's plan and follow their, their process to get there. And Coach Aranda's brilliant, bro. He's a Jedi. You know, no matter what, he's a master, bro. Like, literally, there's no as – a, as, a, as a guy that's, you know, on the field every day, there's no stopping in coaching. There's no change in demeanor. If you look at, you know, how – he coached individual drills at LSU on YouTube. There's like videos on it. You see the intentional, you know, focus. You see the the voice that he has. He's, he he changes his mindset once he's on the field. And um, I just see him implementing that times ten in this upcoming year, um, just into the linebacker group, into the safeties group. But um, he's a coach that's always learning and growing. And I, I see this team as a team that's always learning and growing. The players are always learning and growing. And there's no one that I can say up there at that facility and that program as players that don't believe in his process or to believe in what he has going forward, forward uh, in the future with this team. Uh, there's some guys that might, you know, take things into their own hand for their own future. And, and, and that's that's what they what they have to do. But, you know, as far as the trust in, in, the, in the program and what Dave Aranda's plan is going forward, um, I can tell you up there, those guys that, that are choosing to stay, they believe in it. Uh, and there's a fire lit up under him. Yeah, Ben Sims scored a touchdown uh, this week, yeah. uh, as a matter of fact. Um, but Br- Bryson, it is, it is, uh, and I'm sure Baylor fans are, are going to enjoy hearing you say that, but for a team that went through some struggles, not just this year, but towards the end of uh, last season, to, to not have a, a culture issue is really rare. I mean, usually you can point to, you know, there's a lot of finger pointing and all that. Does that just speak to Dave Aranda's ability to reach players on the on the personal level to prevent that from happening? Yeah. Uh with that, with that is it's it's real tricky to really kind of, you know, touch on that because sometimes, you know, as as players um and as a team, you want to believe every you want to just believe and trust the guys that are within the program and who are going through it every day. But what I can tell you from all my experience here is that there is a process. There is a, in order to be a successful team, you have to know how to win and you got to know what, what, it, what losing feels like. And uh, with the team last year, man, there's, I mean, you got, we had freshmen, um, you know, leading in, uh, in our, in our defensive back uh, secondary group, you know, leading the interceptions, uh, leading the pass breakups. Um, these guys are, very good, but at the same time, there's there's a certain level of if you watch how Jalen Petrie or Terrell Bernard, if you really watch them go out there on special teams on kickoff, and then go out there for a ten play drive, and you watch them have gap in te- integrity and being able to play two two to two to uh, two to three gaps at once, like it's, it, it looks like magic, but it's 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 really the training within the week, and uh, it took it took them having you know situations in the previous years when they were freshmen and sophomores to learn from those experiences. So to the fans, I would just say, you know, trust, like, look at, look at the guys that have played this year. Look at guys like Caden Jenkins, look at guys like Carl Williams, look at, look at guys like 
uh, uh, Brendan Bett. Uh, I'm not gonna, I can name all the guys on the team, but you look at those young freshmen, you look at how, you know, they might've made a mistake here in the game, but they're, 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 they're want to their drive is there. And, um, there's no better coaching in place than they have on the, on the defensive side than Coach Aranda. I mean, he's just critical, like in all in all phases and all and and all. It's pr- it's pretty much probably why Matt Jones stayed and decided to come back, and Garmin Randolph decided to come back. You know, it's just you're going to be a better player, you know, when you have better coaching and great coaching. So it's it's, it's one of those things where you just got to have faith in the program. But I do believe in in what I've experienced there with the coaching. That the intensity is there, bro. The focus is there, and uh, you know they're they're not sleep. They're not getting no sleep at night. Like they're up there all day, you know, in the morning, in the mornings, you know, at the workouts, coaching their their tails off and their butts off. So, um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great off season, and it's gonna be a, a good spring to see what this this program is, is headed to. So. Yeah, it's hard to to have people be patient, right, Bryce? And everybody's got to be a little patient to see that reward at the end, and, and that's hard to ask for for folks sometimes. But another thing I, I'd, I'd love your opinion on here is just kind of the juice and the swagger of the team. You know, when you're winning, it's easy for that to come across, but you're bouncing around, you're full of energy, you're winning. When you're losing, it's a lot harder to kind of maintain that. And I think because of Dave Aranda's personality, he's so quiet that people mistake that and think that maybe the team's that way. Was that your experience? I mean, was he? Were you guys still as fired up as previous teams that you were on, or is that something that maybe needs to be worked on as well? Is that something that maybe just appeared that way because of the results and, and wasn't really the the reality of what was going on in that locker room? It, it almost seemed like backwards, in my opinion. But for us, it was like we had the energy of practice. We had the energy in the hotel before the game. You know, we had the energy in all these phases before stepping on the, the the stage where we need the energy the most. And, you know, Coach Aranda is a serious guy and how he handles meetings every day throughout the week is 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 what a is there's a certain look on his face. There's a certain way that he describes things that is intentional, well thought out. So if you're a young player and you're learning from this Jedi, like you're learning all this stuff that he's telling you, which is you know, I have notebooks on notebooks of just from Coach Aranda, and I could just read you all the good stuff. But you know, you—it's hard because he's that—that's him. That's his personality. So he—he he wants us to play at our our most authentic selves. And as a young player, sometimes it's hard to say. You know, I want to make sure I'm doing everything right because with our coaches here, you know, they strain to do things right. They strain to have success during practice on on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday. So getting to a game, you have to learn how to flip that switch and let it loose. And when we got to the games this year, we didn't flip that switch. And there were there were times where we might have flipped it too late or we might have flipped it early and then we didn't finish at the end. But you have you have that's something that you have to train in fall camp. You got to train in spring ball. Like that switch has to stay on you know, from the from the start of practice to the end of practice, from the start of a game to the end of a game, and uh, you know the juice is there, like it was there, but and in some some areas it was better during the week than it's ever been since I've been here. But uh, just at the games, man, like it, it just didn't travel with us. Could and, there, uh, Bryson? Is there a chance that there were uh, a, a bad mixture, not a bad mixture of people, but a high level of upperclassmen? A lot of young players, but not enough, as you mentioned, meet in the middle as far as experience. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So think of a guy like me. So um, I made a transition to play star. And um, that was a position I, I didn't play for the past I mean, since I got here, uh, my first, my freshman, sophomore year. And I was making that transition into playing cover three match and um, being out there to play man, man coverage. So there was areas of improvement um, that I had to focus on during the week. And I was the same for, you know, some of the seniors that were there um, last year. But it just wasn't enough of us that had that that core, core experience at that one position. And there were very few guys in that sense that could, you know, maybe hold a freshman's hand. You only saw really one guy in that group kind of lead that group. And we needed more. We needed those. We needed probably two or more guys within each position group to kind of lead um, that young group who had all that fire and all, and, and just all that, um, the, the, all the skills that, that they had to, to bring to the game. So uh, there was, yeah, like you said, there wasn't a lot, there wasn't enough of, of, of the seniors, but at the same time, you know, it's not an excuse, you know, that, like the seniors got to do better, but that's a lesson learned for the guys that are coming up uh, this next year. Go ahead, Paul. Bryson, um, you, I mean, you've been here for seven years, so you're 20, 24, 25 years old now. Uh, how much of a difference is it do you see, like when you see those freshmen, like your your life experience is far different, and this will happen to you as you get older. Like you don't feel like you're that much older than people, but then you like you you see it and you hear it, and you're like, oh, man, like this is this is a different group. Yeah, that, I mean, right, I felt that every day going up there. <laughs> I mean, in the locker room, you know, those are my guys. So, you know, I don't look at nobody and say, you're younger than me. I'm going to treat you like I'm I'm this old head. But um, I had a relationship with every guy on that team. And um, it, it was pretty exciting. But at the same time, um, definitely the age that the thing that separated most was just the maturity and the mindset. Um, with me, it took a lot of work to get to where my lifestyle outside of football was put together so that I can go up there and be the best version of myself. So as a freshman, I can say that a lot of guys struggle with is, is have that life outside of practice, outside of weights, outside of class, you know, how you handle that, that maybe six to eight hours when you're alone. So, you know, I took, I took that serious and um, you know, it was just kind of hard to make sure that you want to get those young guys to get on the same page because they have to want to do it. And uh, that I'll say, I wouldn't say that was the case last year, but it was inconsistent as far as what you would see. And this is an example. Like if you, if you were here in 2021, I would drive by the facility or I would go get food and I'll finish watching film and Terrell, you'll see Terrell's car, Terrell Bernard's car mm -hmm. there at 11 p.m. at night. You'll see Gary Bohannon or you'll see Blake Shapin's car there till 12 a.m. at night. Like these guys that played here previous, you saw the amount of time and effort they put into the off the field stuff. So you know, that's something I see will be something focused on this this next upcoming year. Bryson, when uh, when you guys went 12, thanks for your time. We have just maybe another minute or two with you. We appreciate your time. Bryson Jackson, uh, Baylor linebacker, hybrid safety, as he mentioned, as he switched this year. When the team went 12-2, and two, there was a lot of discussion that Aranda allowed some players that otherwise were who they were to maybe even get better. And then when things started going south, it was, well, he won with Matt Rule's players. How unfair are either one of those critiques? I think it's, I think it's really unfair. Um, you know, th those guys are those guys and those coaches were great. Um, but at the same time, those players 
you know, when Coach Randa got here, you know, I'm, I'm part of that group that he recruited, mm-hmm. that I recruited. You know, there was there was a whole culture change, and we had to make that decision to be a part of that culture. So I completely respect both sides. And I can tell you right now from the guys that have been here, they respect both sides. Um, but it is unfair. And those guys did come here. They put the work in. But at the same time, they took advantage of the opportunity they had to play under a guy like Coach Aranda, who was a defensive mind, a defensive Jedi. So uh, they took it serious. They went up there. They spent time with him in the film room outside of the hours that we had to be up there. Um, there was players who were always learning from him um, every single day. There wasn't a day that went by, especially that year, which is probably why we went and won that year is because just the focus that we had throughout the week. And those guys took it serious. So, you know, with development, I just think, man, like, you know, c- coaches play a big role into it. And, you know, if you get in a good program and a good system, that system can put you in a, in a great position. I just think the system was it was great and it has always been great. And those guys that have been here, including myself, you know, we appreciate what Coach Aranda has done. And, and it's been an honor and a great opportunity to play up underneath them. Last thing, if you had another year left, and I know you probably yeah. sometimes didn't even know if you did, but if you had another year left, would you want to go play for Dave again this next year? If I had eighth year, I think my body's just tired, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. No, I can, I can see, yeah. But as far yeah. as if you could go I play, could, co- would you want to play just making sure I got this straight? You love the guy. You think that there's just some things that happen. Uh, would you have any problem whatsoever? If you could play for him for another year, you would. No doubt. Uh, that's that's the first guy I'm going to. Thank you, Bryson. Good luck. Hey, stay in touch with us, okay? And uh, keep us up to date with all the workouts and contacts and whatever's in your future. We appreciate your time. Thank you guys so much. Bryson Jackson, former Baylor linebacker, safety. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.